Hello and thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Your free podcast will start here in just a second. I did want to say thank you to everyone who nominated our show for Willamette Week's Best of Portland 2016 Reader Poll. We really appreciate it and we would really appreciate your vote now to get us that actual title. How you can do it is by going to wweek.com. Dot com, that's wweek.com, and then clicking on their Best of Portland, who will be the best in 2016 link. Go to Personality Media. We are under the podcast section. Just throw us a vote. It's free. Only takes a second. Cost you an email address. And that's it. Go to wweek.com and vote for Fun Employment Radio for Best Portland Podcast. Thanks so much. And here's your show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It is rare that I was that I'm this spot on, but I mean I'm sorry. The stereotype exists for a reason. It okay. was it was exactly what I thought it would be. No, I'm I'm pretty impressed that you were able to just nail it down nailed like that. Nailed it. Nailed it. But I'm also really scared for you. I am pretty nervous. And they also look, they're way more, way more technically adept than my They're more advanced. Ones. Way more advanced. Uh-huh. This may be out of my realm. I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle this or You're not. You're out of your league, But I've dude. got some ideas because if you can't beat them, you've got to join them. That's what, what my motto is. I'll I don't explain think that's it. how that I'll works. explain it here in a minute. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for joining today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. Um, as usual, want to remind everybody one way you can always support Fun Employment Radio is with your shopping, your shopping needs. With your shopping needs, with is whatever, that what it is? whatever your shopping your wants and desires shopping. are. And by the way, we want to thank everybody who really does take the time to do that. We get all of your it emails does. and we get you know, your responses. And when we like talk to you in person and you let us know, I mean, it really it does make a difference. And honestly, we significantly like really do appreciate it. It does help us keep the network going. It does, and it's by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page. <laughs> top it really, page. it really does That's help good. us out tremendously. We really do appreciate it. Just one extra. Extra click, and you know, I know a lot of people can't like uh, subscribe for the six ninety nine a month, and they're you know everybody's on a budget, but everybody's got to buy something at some point online, and if you can do that, that is helping us out, and we mm. do appreciate it. Or whatever your shop, if actually. Quick side note, if you have any kind of website that you go to a lot for specific shopping, say it's not Amazon or like the ones on our, our funemploymentradio.com slash shop page, let us know because we might be able to sign up with them and you know then it would help us out uh, a little bonus thing right, and maybe yeah. we'll send some more people that way. So let me know if you uh, buy things on other sites. We can fix that up. But definitely Amazon, funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. Yes. All right. Uh, so I want to get into this, this what, you, what you brought up. Oh, okay. Or, or do you want to go back to that? In a well, few? we we can we can get into it now, I suppose. Um, all right, because that was a good guarantees, and I don't even really fully know. Okay, okay. Well, let's let's go to that. So, I talked about this on Friday. I think it was Thursday or Friday, and uh, you know, I I own my house in Southeast Portland. I won't go through all of that again. But I mean, if you're, this is the first time you're listening to the show, you don't know that. And I have have my longtime meth head neighbors that live next door to me, and. I shared a fence. My neighborhood's not bad. It's it's actually turned into kind of a nice neighborhood. I'm on the edge of what used to be felony flats in Portland, Oregon. And now, you know, I had these method neighbors. The It was a a uh, beauty shop in the front with an apartment in the back. <laughs> with a meth shop in the rear. With a meth shop in the <laughs> rear that I shared a fence with. And every, all of my other neighbors are great, except for this woman who owned this shop. Her, her nephews lived in the back, and they were complete methods, and I was... I could never get rid of them. She would never, ever kick them out. No, and this was like over... This wasn't like a couple of years. This, this was, was over a decade. This was 10 years. Yeah. 10 years that, that, I've, that I've dealt with this. And finally, they sold the place. They moved out. I won the war. I won that war. But this is going to be a lesson, possibly, I don't know for sure yet, in careful what you wish for. So... They moved out. I thought, great, the drug element's gone. You know, I don't know what they're going to do with the place. Probably turn it into a condo like everything else in Portland. I can't really stop that. But at least I won't have to worry about stuff being stolen as much anymore or or anything happening. And that's not necessarily what I'm worried about. (sighs) So all you wanted was the meth heads gone. And you're like, all right, cool. Well, something, you know, whatever's going to replace them can't possibly be worse. Well, and I don't know. I don't know if it's worse yet. 
you but know. here's the deal. In your, in I your don't gut, know. You know. I don't know. I don't know because I don't want to seem, uh, I don't know what the right word would be. I am stereotyping a class of people, but at the same time, there's kind of a reputation there. <sighs> the group that moved in next to me, um, I saw the guys when they were there. I, they haven't even moved in yet. I don't honestly know what they're doing with this building. They've been hauling stuff in. They haven't really been hauling stuff out. And a lot, a lot of stuff going in. I talked about this on Friday, you know, just to recap Friday show, a lot of shirtless guys with ponytails and then dudes in track suits and very, very nice, expensive Mercedes and Porsches and BMWs parked outside. Lots of gold chains, lots of track suits, lots of high-end cars. High-end cars. Mm -hmm. High-end cars that don't necessarily, eh, well, you know, everybody can afford whatever they can afford, but these are nice cars for this neighborhood. And they're all parked. All of them parked there. And yet these are the guys that are hauling in all the crap into this place. Doesn't really fit. You know, it's one of those things where it stands out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, huh, you're the guys that are moving stuff, but uh, you are also the ones with these nice cars. Why is there a Ferrari parked outside of a house Wasn't that a has Ferrari. boards in the window? You go to Ferrari. There was not a Ferrari out there. That's, that's what was a, it, like a BMW? That, a Ferrari's a different level than BMW. Mm. And now I know I don't know a whole lot about cars, and I've talked about this before. I can tell you that, Look, Sarah, just so you know. A Ferrari is on a different level that than a BMW. That has like the flag thing on it, right? It does, but that's that's like another hundred thousand dollars step up. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that's that's like higher end. These are these are nice cars. These are too nice for my neighborhood. The ones they've got, the Mercedes and the BMW and Porsches and all mm -hmm. that stuff. They're way too nice to be parked out in front of that sure. place. However, yeah, it's not a it's not a Ferrari. We're okay, not going so to we're Ferrari. Not Ferrari level yet. We're not Ferrari level. Okay. And you know, I I brought this up on Friday. I'm like. I don't know. These guys kind of look like they might be Russians. And there are, you know, and we're not going to get into this, but there are Russian elements here in town. You can look it up. Just Google it. Russian. Uh, Russian Mafia, Portland, Oregon. Southeast. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But, you know, if you Google it, there are legitimate criminal cases against this. So that, that it is an element that supposedly exists that we do not talk about in Portland. And... I was wondering whether or not they were the people that were moving next door to my house because these guys look pretty tough. And then uh, I didn't know for sure until this Saturday when something happened. And I, my suspicions were confirmed. Okay. All so right. So Saturday evening after, you know, I went to the, went to the Portland Meadows for the Kentucky Derby stuff. And we'll, we'll talk about that here yeah, in a yeah. minute. We'll get back and, and talk about that. And I was, I was back in my house. It was the evening. It was dark. It was like, I don't know, nine, nine o'clock or something like that. 10 o'clock. And I hear all this like talking. I hear I hear a lot of voices like outside of the house. And usually it's fairly quiet in my neighborhood around then. And I just hear this. It, it sounds like there's a big gathering of people. So I'm looking on the street. I'm like, is there when you know, is there some naked bike ride going on or something? Like, mm. am I going to see a whole bunch of people coming by? No, there wasn't that. Uh, it sounded like it was a party of some sort. There was music and there were a bunch of people talking. And like I said, in my neighborhood, it kind of stands out. So I tried to figure out what it was. And lo and behold, over in my Method Neighbors backyard, former Method Neighbors backyard, was a group of, it had to be 25 people, I would say at least, all standing in that backyard having a party. Okay. And I haven't seen somebody having a party over there. You know, their meth it's parties aren't like, really what, like, like that. It's been like, what, six months? So you... Well, no, in, in them, they didn't have meth parties. Like, they had meth parties yeah. where they would, you know, work on lawnmowers. Like and burn pressure stuff wash and yell and stuff. And burn stuff, yeah, mm -hmm. and then get mad at each other and, and call each other names. And then one guy would try to play his guitar, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. This was this was a party that was going on. And it's like, all right, this is interesting. Now, keep in mind, I, you know, this is my 11th year living at this house. I, I, I have a right to understand what's going on in my neighborhood, and I'm, I, I think it's understandable. I'd be a little bit curious about what's happening to this property that had meth heads in it for 10 years. And now there's just these weird people that are moving in who haven't bothered to come over and say anything to me. Mm -hmm. So I did a little sneak. I snuck in my backyard. 
You snuck on up. You but crept it's my, up to the fence. It's my own backyard. It is your backyard. But I did sneak up to the fence. I did a little little hunch over. We'll sneak up to the fence. Wait, I so, thought you just said you didn't sneak up to the fence. No, I did some. No, I did sneak. Okay, you did some. Sneaking. I did some sneaking. Okay, all right. So you're sneaking up to the fence. You're, I snuck up to the fence. You're sneaking in your sneakers. You and know, then and what? I, and then I felt what weird happened? about it because I'm like, you know, it's my own backyard. I can walk around and sneak in my backyard all I want. But I needed to do a little snooping, and I've, I've. I'm good at snooping, but without being, you know, creepy about it, where I just snoop in within my own property. You know, that's that's not really peeping if you're on your own property, right? Mm-mm. No. Yeah. I mean, if you're seeing what you can see from your property is like, that's, yeah, that's totally fine. Okay. And you're saying on the land to which you own. Yeah. Yeah. See, so I can, I can, I mean, some people might call it snooping, but I, I don't think it was snooping. And so I snuck back there to the fence. And I'm really glad nobody saw me because I would have looked like a real creep. But I looked through there and I wanted to listen in to see what was going on. Oh, it's being asked. Okay, if you use telescopes from your house, does that count as peeping? That's peeping. That is? Even if you're on your own property? Yeah. Well, it depends on what you're peeping on. If you're looking at people. All right. I think that there's um, there's some specifying that you have to do. I think if you're using the telescope or whatever and you're looking out onto public property, like you're looking onto the street, mm-hmm. where people are walking or driving publicly, I think that's one thing. If you're using it to look into someone's like windows, that's not right. Well, I'm not doing that. That's peeping. I didn't look into if somebody's windows. If you were using a telescope or binoculars or whatever to look onto public property, I don't think that counts as peeping. That counts as, pro- that counts as probably protecting your property. But if you are peeping onto someone else's private property from your private property, that's peeping. And that's uh. creepy. Okay, well, it's being noted here in the chat. Uh, Keelan says, telescopes are for skies, you perverts. Not true. You can use them to look at ships when you're at the ocean. When you stay at the coast, how else are you going to see the ships way off in the distance? You use a telescope to go look at them. That's another good use of a telescope. It's not just for looking in windows. Although sometimes when you whip a telescope around really quick, sometimes it looks into windows on accident. I'm just saying that kind of, those kind of things happen. Mm. Okay, yeah, other people are saying, you're regulating what I can see with my eyes, close your damn blinds. That's true. Bill sounds like a peeper. Oh, in the live chat? Funemploymentradio.com slash live. So this is if you are a live subscriber. Six to ninety nine a month, the first week is free. All right, yeah, well, I don't think that sounds like a peeper. He's looking from your own property. I think you're you're using some sort of... Like, don't I have the right to look at whatever I want to from my property? No, I think if you're using some sort of enhanced visual technique to peep into someone's windows that they happen to leave open. What? Okay, are we going down this road? I think road? that's then an what, invasion glass, of privacy. Do glasses count? I mean, oh, you know, wow, what's the Greg. limits here of technology? It's... Yeah, not having a long, like, telescope looking in someone's house. Telescopes, what are they making for dinner tonight? Telescopes have been around for centuries. I feel like people should be aware that there's always the possibility somebody could be watching them with a telescope. I mean, I'm just, I'm saying... You know, at free speech or liberty. How would you like if someone was watching Amendments. you, like peeping on you with a telescope in your own home? They're not really going to see much very exciting. I mean, if that really gets them going, me walking around in my boxers in the morning and, I don't know, petting the dog and then stumbling around making food or something. I don't know. I don't know what they would get. There's not a very exciting show mm. in there. Uh, I, would, I mean, if I was planning on putting on a show, I would... Probably close the blinds first. But I, Putting on a show? What does that even mean? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the show would be that they're going to get. It seems like you have a specific show in mind that you want to put on, that you know that you need to close the blinds for. Well, I certainly wouldn't be in a room with windows. No, I don't I don't know. I'm just saying... I'm just kind of confused. Okay, I'm just kind of concerned about your show. We don't have to worry show. about that. No, they don't have to worry about the show. All right, so you crept up to the fence. I crept up to the fence. <laughs> and this is from my own backyard. Because I wanted to, I wanted to investigate. I wanted to see what was going on back there. And here's what I ascertained: because I was able to look through a slat in the fence. <sighs> They're younger. They're younger than what the meth heads appeared to be. Okay, like, were over there. Are they like your age? Like younger? They were like yeah, twenties, thirties. Okay. Um, there were some. There were some attractive girls back there, and it was a bunch of people. They were having a party, and I was trying to listen in on the conversation. And I kid you not. It was not English. They were Russian. They, they were. It was a group of. I was. I was right on this. Now, whether or not they're part of a certain secret organization, we don't talk about. I do not know that. But it certainly is a group of. Uh, yeah, they. They are very much. Wow. Russians. So they really were speaking yeah, in Russian. Really were. Yep. All of them. As far as I could tell. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm not saying they didn't know English, but they were all conversing in, in Russian. 
Oh my God! Dobre right. utro. All right, so you have not so, definitely not part of any sort of or, uh, crime thing. I have or no idea. That's me. That would be stereotyping, and I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say I don't. I don't know. You don't have a good feeling about it. You don't there. have a good feeling. Well, it seems a little weird. And now they didn't go late, so maybe it, I just don't know. It's a weird way to start it off because. They haven't like come over and said anything to me. And normally, when you like move into a house, aren't you supposed to go say hi to the neighbors? Oh, I don't know. I didn't. Well, they don't. don't know. Okay. Well, they haven't. All right. And let and me just preface this by saying again, this isn't all Russians, but there is a particular no, and type I'm not. of, of I'm Russian not. person that lives in Southeast Portland that might or and, might not be. And that's not true either. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it's all all Russian. It's not all or nothing. No. No. I mean, we have we have many Russian listeners, and some of Greg's best friends are Russian. Some of my best friends are Russian. Mm-hmm. And so that's not it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm, I want to know what's going on over there. It's I know. Both, it's that activity combined with hauling in all this stuff and these weird looking dudes and what the hell are they doing with this property? Because I looked in there the other day because they, they had the window open now because it used to be boarded up from the methods and I could see in there. There's a mattress and a, and a microwave that was stacked in there among a whole bunch of other crap. Like, they're not hauling stuff out. They're hauling all kinds of shit like in are there. they putting it together or are they just storing no, it? No, it was all, like, piled up. That's weird. Just a big pile of stuff that they had hauled in there. So I don't really know. I don't really know what's going on. Um, let's see. Oh, it's being known in the chat. Uh, no. All right. So, but but since that's going on, I think my only option here, really, is I need to, you know, if if I can't fight them, because obviously I would not be able to fight something like this. Are you going to buy a tracksuit and go over there and try to become one of them? I think I need to. And oh, so I've been studying God. up on my little bit of Russian phrases. Now, I will say this. I am a fan of the Russian AM radio station that's here out of, uh, I think it's out of... Mount Angel or something. Oh, my God. Greg does listen to the Russian (laughs) radio station. Sometimes he'll pick me up. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on? And then I'll be like, what the fuck are you listening to? And it will be, yes, just a lot of Russian, a lot of Russian language talking. Yeah. No, it's it's the Russian religious station that I listen to. And and, And so I listen to that station quite a bit. And... Which is kind of terrifying sounding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But it's great. I love listening to it. So I've been trying to pick up some more, some some Russian phrases, and I was thinking about going over there and trying to make friends. And I wanna, I wanna, like, I'm gonna have to just make friends with it, with them, with 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 the whole thing. I'm gonna have to join them. Like I said, if you can't, I beat don't them, think join you them. have to join them, but I think you should probably go you know? over and introduce yourself. Minya zavut, a... minya zavut, Greg. See, I've, I've I've been looking up some phrases. You now you tell me if I sound if I sound Russian. Yeah, you sound like an idiot. Wait, dobre you sound like what? Dobre utro. Dobre utro. Wait, no, that's not right. Or you could just speak to them in No, because they were speaking Russian, so I want to I want to spasiba. Huh? See? It's it's kind of it's kind of working. We need to get uh we need to get some of our listeners to to give me some some Russian Russian advice. Uh let's see. Uh so uh oh, That was nice to see you. Seriously, Greg. Uh-huh. All right. So, that being said, you definitely 100% have a band of Russians that have moved in next to you. Yes. Wow. That's what I know. Those are the facts so far. All right. So those, those are, are the, the facts. facts so far. So, so far they've just uh, been under the radar. They've purchased the house. They're clearly living in the house. They uh-huh. fixed the windows. Uh-huh. They have parties. Yes. Okay. And they're they having wear parties, track suits. And they're piling stuff up inside. Okay. All right. So that's what we know thus far. That's what I know. That's what I know. All right. Well, you need to keep us appraised. Nezashta. Okay. Nezashta. Oh, yeah. See, there it is. That sounded. Mm-hmm. That sounded good. See, and then, then uh, Nichevo Skrashnava. It means no harm. You can stop anytime. See, I think I'm learning it pretty well. And I think they'll see, like, they'll be like, okay, I respect you. You know, it's kind of like with uh, uh, Burt Kreischer. You know, I'll be like the machine. I'll be the guy next door. They'll like me. Yes, I'm sure that you're going to be exactly like Burt Kreischer. Mm-hmm. 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 Very similar. Yes. Well, anyway, that's what's going on next door. So I'm trying to find. Wow. To All right. Out. I'm excited to see how this pans out. Well, we should talk about your confrontation over the weekend. Oh, I did have a confrontation over the weekend. So, Sarah and myself and a bunch of our friends went out to Portland Meadows is like the horse racing track here. It doesn't have any horses. Well, it didn't have any horses. There were, I think there were a couple horses in the stable, it looks like, but we didn't see them. They weren't racing. Yeah, I think we missed them. I think we missed them. Uh, But they they weren't racing them. But yet they have this huge giant party out there for the derby and they show all the races and they've got outdoor tents and stuff. So we went up there and hung out there and you know, there's thousands of people that go out there. Sarah, myself and a bunch of our friends went out. It was a lot of fun. 
that Sarah, if you listened to also to the show on Friday or listened to last year, is very proud of her dress that she wears. Horse dress. For these horse racings. Her horse dress. I have a horse dress. She's got... A horse. It's dress. a dress with horses on it. It's my horse dress. It is a dress. Yes, it's not a. It's not like a horse costume that you wear. No, it's a dress, blue, a navy blue dress with no, a bunch of little. No, it's black. Black. Oh, it's is it black? Is dress. it black? I think it's a little navy blue. No, it's hundred percent black. I'm pretty sure it's navy blue. No, I think there's something wrong with your eyes. It's black and uh, with white horses all over it. It does have white horses all it over it. It does have white horses all over it. And you are a very fan of this, like a white horse pattern that's all over this dress. I do. And you love this dress. I've worn that horse dress twice. I've worn it to the Kentucky Derby party uh, mm-hmm. last year uh-huh. and the Kentucky Derby party this year. Yes. Those are the two times I've worn my horse dress. Yes. Horse and it dress. is it is a big... And horse dress is the word of the day. That mm-hmm. is what you use for all of this. Well, here's the deal. Turns out somebody is not so unique. So we were out there at this place, sitting at one of the picnic tables, and out of nowhere, I hear Sarah start grunting, her grunting, complaining noises. Oh, oh my God! Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, say it like you said it on Sat on on Saturday, sir. Um, are you kidding me? Can you see what she's wearing over there? And I was very mad because I indeed, in my line of sight, and the thousands of people that were there, standing right before me, was a girl wearing my same goddamn horse dress. Yes. She was wearing my horse dress. Yes. It was the exact same horse dress. And here's the thing. The best part was this. The exact same horse dress. So we're sitting at this bench, at at this picnic table that they have up there. And this woman is about 15 feet away from the... Picnic bench, but with her back turned, so she couldn't see Sarah. Sarah was glaring darts into the back. I wasn't of her. glaring, but on top of this, I was just wondering how she had the the wherewithal to wear my the, horse dress. What made it even better was this: is that this girl was standing there, and she had a group of people in a half circle around her, and more were showing up all the time, complimenting her and talking about how amazing her horse dress was. All while Sarah sat there looking at this woman's back and looking at all these people complimenting this woman, just getting angrier and angrier. You were you were pissed, and it was I wasn't pissed. And I you're was, sitting there I staring. Was mildly and then irritated. As you're staring, mildly, another couple of girls walk up and are like, "Oh my god, is that a horse dress? Oh, that's amazing!" And st- started complimenting this girl who's standing in there basking in the glory. She was basking in the horse dress glory. Of the same horse dress that you had. So I didn't know what to do. So, of course, Greg and all of my friends are just like trying to, they think it would be funny for me to try and fight the horse dress Oh, yes. We wanted you to fight her. Which I'm not going to do ever. Horse dress fight. Horse dress fight. Yes, horse dress fight was chanted, and still this this poor girl has no idea. Like <laughs> no, her back's to that everybody. She's crossed into enemy territory. That she's yeah. uh, on the wrong. She's turf. in the, in danger of a horse she's dress in fight. The danger zone. She's in the horse dress fight danger zone. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm going to be a grown up about this. I'm like, well, I could, I could either. <laughs> you could either go soccer beat her from up behind. and make her go home and change out of the horse dress. Right. Yeah. Or I could embrace my fellow horse dress and we can be horse dress friends and I'll get a picture and pretend to be happy about it. So I decided to take the higher road and I confront. I didn't confront. I, I approached the young lady who was wearing the horse dress. And at first when I kept her, I'm just like, oh, excuse me. And, you know, she was just kind of like, yeah, like not not unfriendly, but not just like, like, why the fuck are you talking to me? Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, I like your dress. And then she like looked at me and looked at my dress and she's like, oh, horse dress. And so we both, she called it horse dress too. Oh, wow. So then, um, yeah, so then we got a picture of our horse dresses together. And then that was like the entire conversation. I'm like, okay, bye. Wait, you didn't like, bond together? Did you decide to like go hang out together? Because I noticed you no. didn't hang out with her after that. No, and I didn't want to see her. Did she have the little... same look of, of anger? Um, Kind of. Kind was she of. a little annoyed? But she just bought hers. And you know oh. what I did? I won up that bitch. No, she wasn't a bitch. She was fine. <laughs> but, um, but I won up. She's like, oh, yeah, I just got this horse dress for the thing. I'm like, oh, this is actually my second year in a, wa- in a row wearing my horse dress. I, I wore mine last year, too. Like, basically, I was just like, I had it way before you. You copied me. Oh. Horse so you dress did hierarchy. You subtly said, yeah, I've been doing this for oh, years. Oh, yeah. Horse dress and... hierarchy. I okay. win. Okay. All win. right. The horse dress has been established. It was mine. Okay. I hope that she now knows that she probably can't and shouldn't wear it again. Okay. But I'm thinking, like, maybe next year I'm going to have to, like, get a different horse dress because I just don't think that I can have something that humiliating happen again. All right. 
Mm-hmm. So you're you're gonna let her win though? Then she's gonna wear that dress next year, and she's gonna see you. I've already worn it twice. If she's wearing it twice, it's just desperate. Oh, that mm-hmm. makes her desperate. Horse dress. So you're gonna have to get a new horse dress. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm right. very excited about it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Horse dress fight. There we go. <laughs> Too bad. So we should have invited her to our Fun Employment Radio cornhole tournament this fr- this Sunday. This Sunday. Sunday, May fifteenth oh at the Landmark I'm Saloon. So and then you guys could have had a horse dress fight. For one of the side games. We're not going to have a horse dress fight. Uh, it would have been awesome. Really All to right. have a horse dress fight with a stranger? Uh, I think everybody would have liked that. Okay. I'd like to see your horse dress no. fight. Well, we need to have, we're going to have other side games anyway. Oh, we do have some side games. I know. So this is part of our Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cornhole Cup Tournament. And it's going to be happening this Sunday, May 15th at the Landmark Saloon. And so a bunch of you have already signed up for it at funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags, beers and bags. And you can sign up for it there. But even if you're not participating in the tournament, we would really like to see everybody out there because we've got two wonderful sponsors, Elysian Brewing is sponsoring and Worthy Brewing. So they're going to have some great beer, great food. And we've got side games the whole the whole day for different things that are going to be going on. Mm-hmm. We've got a pair of tickets to go see Mike Kaplan that will be given away. At Revolution Hall, which is an amazingly cool place here in town, which is a converted like old high school. Yeah. That's now turned into like a hip venue and they're putting like bars and stuff in there. Like it's it's really cool looking. Yeah, so we're going to have a pair of tickets to give away to go see Mike there and all kinds of other things that are happening. We would really love to see everybody come out, say hello, hang out at a really cool place. Um, have a good beer if that's your choice. Elysian and Worthy are amazing. And support us, support them. It's going to be a whole lot of fun and lots of chances to win different things. If you're in the tournament, you know there's cash prizes and all of that and plenty of chances to win all kinds of amazing things. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's this Sunday at the Landmark Saloon. And so it's uh, starting at noon as far as signups. If you are already registered for the tournament, I'll be sending out an email later today that will explain some more information for you. But yeah, we would love to see everybody out there. And what one of the side games, I can say this, mm. one of the side things that's going to happen is a challenge between Sarah and I. As you know, we did this once last year, and I handily beat, destroyed Sarah in a game you of cornhole. You did not handily beat me. And she's been kind of, she's been kind of upset about it ever since. And so... I've agreed to put my title up, up to challenge. Up for a challenge. I've been playing better than you so far this year. Um, well, I'm just going to say, then fine, prove it. Prove it on the fields of battle, sir. Okay, I'm Sarah and I will it. be having a battle at some point during this cornhole tournament. We'll explain it a little bit more, but we'll need fans to help with this mm-hmm. as far as whose side you're going to root for. Oh. And it's going to happen. Oh. You want to go for a winner? I'll be surprised if you get like two people on team, uh, Greg. People who want to be on a winning team yeah. will probably want to come to mind. People who want to be on a horse dress team, well, you know, that's that's fine. Well, are we, are we going to say that we've extended the thing? Well, we'll post that later today. Okay, okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, follow gotcha. our Facebook page mm-hmm. for, for something else bonus that's going to be happening. So funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. Regardless, let's see you there Sunday, May 15th at the Landmark Saloon. Come out, have fun, watch me beat Sarah in a one-on-one game. And, oh, whatever. Uh, that's just so desperate that you're just even saying Just that. saying I'm going to win again. I won the horse dress fight. Dude, that's I'm fine. Gonna win the Everybody can boo fight. against me last time. They were booing against me, and what did that do? That just fueled me. Fueled me onto a victory. That was a good song. It wasn't. Boomy. White lightning. Stop making noises. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, first story is out of Kentucky. Yeehaw. Not the Kentucky Derby, though, Greg. Okay. This is out of a different place. There's more things in Kentucky. There, Can you believe it? There's actually something else that happens other than the Kentucky Derby in Okay, Kentucky, fair enough. All right. Uh, which is called, this is out of Covington, Kentucky. Okay. And it's called the Running of the Goats. Where instead of the running of the bulls, they actually try to have a running of the goats. Meh. So it was going to be their first annual running of the goats this past weekend. It turned into, however... Goats on the run when a group of the goats made a mad dash for freedom. <laughs> they tried to get them to stay in the lines. So um, so the uh, the goats are nicknamed Gobel Goats, named for Gobel Park, where uh, where they started off from. 
Now, they were due to run from uh, the Covington Farmer's Market to their home in, well, actually, sorry, so that was the end, uh, to their home in Goble Park on Saturday. How many but goats are we talking about? For the inaugural uh, running of the goats event. Let's see, it said that, it doesn't say how many were involved in the entire running of the goats. Uh, however, it says uh, a number of goats, right after the start of, as about five or six goats, jumped over one of the barriers meant to keep them en route and went for, through a mad dash through the town. Who would think goats would actually mind and stay on the course that you want them to? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, they thought it was... I mean, bulls do it because they can't run anywhere else. They've mm. got it all blocked off. But a goat can jump over that stuff. Well, yeah, and the running of the bulls is, like, through buildings. So you can't really get through there. Like, what That's they did what is I mean. they put, like, little pieces of tape on the side. Like, <laughs> no, oh, the goats won't get through Don't go through here. here, goat. You stay on the course, goat. Well, an event volunteer named Amanda said they came out and immediately started making a break for it. Well, most of the goats were captured by volunteers and witnesses, but uh, two of the goats remained on the lamb until Sunday morning. <laughs> None of the goats were injured. They were all fine, and they were all returned to Goble Park. So one volunteer uh, was involved in chasing the goats, um, was injured slightly after, uh, and he received minor cuts when he dove after one of the goats and <laughs> scraped his arm against a rock. <laughs> so uh, parade organizers say they're considering some changes for next year's second annual running of the goats. They might be mixing it up a little bit. That just doesn't sound that fun to me. I, I, I would maybe do running of the bulls. Well, I don't know if the, I feel like if I the goats are time. chasing people. Or the people are chasing goats. goats. Yeah, that well, sounds I don't know like if, like the go- if they're just running goats. If they're just like running just, down the just street. Just goats running just down the street. Just a goat free for all. Ugh. I don't know if it's just goats going crazy. <clears throat> goats gone wild. They're goating crazy. <laughs> no, that's not... <laughs> do that and you should never ever do running of the bulls as you walk down the street and chip trip over your own shoelaces like you would die yeah I'm, but it seemed pretty cool no I'm like not even being funny you know what I'm considering doing again that I haven't done in a long time what skydiving I was looking at it up I was looking at it up today I'm a bit of a daredevil myself a new rule has come out of Beijing and it has to do with Chinese live streamers. Now, uh, it ha- has been declared that Chinese live streamers, you know, like li- people who like live stream video mm-hmm. for the pleasure of others. Oh, wait a minute. That kind of live streaming video? Mm-hmm. Okay. Chinese live streamers have been banned, banned, legally banned, from seductively eating bananas on camera. <laughs> really? Yes, Chinese live streaming video websites have announced that female broadcasters are being banned from seductively eating bananas as part of a crackdown on (laughs) pornography. This is specific. (laughs) Regulations handed down as part of the Ministry of Culture um, are investigating into inappropriate and erotic online content. (laughs) So that's what they're leaning. uh, They're seeking to block broadcasts. From female live streamers who seductively eat bananas. <laughs> uh, let's see. Female live streamers are also banned from wearing stockings and suspenders while appearing on camera. Those sexy suspenders. I don't know what's going on. Sexy suspenders. The Ministry of Culture, which totally sounds like a made-up thing from like a Hunger Games movie. Oh, yeah. No, that's uh, true. Announced last month that it was uh, probing the live stream sites to do away with pornographic content that harms <laughs> social morality. <laughs> this Ministry of Culture is just a bunch of dudes like sitting, sitting in all this their is, cubicles on computers. This is arousing like, oh, to me. Oh, no. Make it stop. Oh, no. Click, 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 click. Banana girl. Banana girl. <laughs> click, click, click. Where can I find banana oh, girl? Oh, I don't like her. <laughs> well, social media users in China have questioned at what point footage of, a wo- of women eating bananas becomes provocative. <laughs> uh, it's also being questioned whether or not the same rules are applied to oh. men who eat bananas while live streaming. So, so far, it's just sexist banana eating. Okay. So far, it's just But guys eating it, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, they have not specified that men can't seductively eat bananas. Okay. Feminine banana eating has been banned. Well, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, I mean, doesn't it just make sense? Yeah. There will be no women eating bananas at the Fun Employment Radio Cornhole Tournament. No, that's disgusting. No. Nope. Actually, I don't. Maybe maybe we should make that a thing. We're not going to have a seductive banana (laughs) eating contest at the Cornhole Tournament. Or are we? Find out. Sunday, May 15th. Come down Sunday, May 15th. All right, out of Calgary, Canada. An investigation between Canadian law enforcement and a local prison has found that over the holidays, there was a rash of methamphetamine-laced Christmas cards that have, were being sent to inmates. Oh, people wait, were sending laced them Christmas cards. People were sending the inmates Christmas cards that they could Lick? suck on. Oh, to that's get their smart. meth fix. 
Yes, uh, Canadian prison Christmas cards were found to be laced with liquid methamphetamine. So the Alberta law enforcement response team released a statement saying that uh, they had arrested a couple people who were suspected of mailing the cards, which contained liquid methamphetamine, to inmates at a remand center in Canada. Now, the cards were confiscated by staff before reaching any inmates, and they were able to test them positive for meth. So they were able to identify the suspects who were receiving the cards as Ryan Horb, 32, and Justin Yaholnitsky, 25. Uh, who were both charged with trafficking methamphetamine. So they did say that they were impressed with the deal of sophistication that was employed. Now, how do they get paid out of this? With meth? With the people in the jail who get the meth cards? Yeah. I think they could... You know what they do, too? Because I remember reading about something like this, is that they can rip it up into little pieces and sell it. Okay, well, no, I get that they get paid, but who's... How are they paying the dudes that are mailing these cards? Where are they getting money from? Are the inmates sending them money? I mean, they can't. I, I don't know. I don't know the inner workings of the Canadian I prison mean, system. I mean, say I knew somebody who knew somebody who knew this. That, that How were they making money on this? Greg, I, I really couldn't tell you. My new neighbors probably know. Yeah, you should probably okay, ask mind. them. No, that, I'm really going to get in, in your horribly for... offensive, shitty Russian accent, you should ask them. That wasn't offensive. I, well, okay, look, I, I need somebody to teach me. Please, if you, you uh, speak Russian and listen to this show. Please don't hate me, and please teach me how to speak Russian. Um, we actually do Spasiba. have we do have a friend Spasiba. who speaks fluent Spasiba. Russian. Okay, Diana from downtown. Excellent. She's a fluent Russian speaker. Perfect. All right. Spasiba. Oh, that would be fun. Prastite. Maybe you could bring her over with you. Maybe like, hi, Diana. Let's uh, can can we involve you in our shenanigans? Zvinite. You go over. Zvinite. All right. So. So then, yeah, so they did have it shipped to them so they would be able to extract the liquid meth from the cards and sell it to other inmates. The cards featured children's cartoon characters such as SpongeBob SquarePants and the Grinch. So this is something I guess that's happening a lot in Canadian prisons and prisons everywhere where people are able to attach liquid meth to the Christmas cards. Yikes. All right, speaking of cartoony things, a man has been arrested after being caught shoplifting Pokemon cards from Walmart. It's a 21-year-old man. Uh, it's still a thing. And this guy now has a record for shoplifting Pokemon cards wow. from Walmart at 21 years old. Oh. His name's Chris Smith. He was arrested for petite larceny after he stole... Petty fi- larceny. It's not petite After he larceny. stole 15 packs of Pokemon cards. That's a lot of packs of Pokemon cards from a Walmart in, uh, in a small town outside of New York. So the cards are valued at 63 American dollars. So uh, when he left Walmart, he attempted to hide the cards underneath the vehicle in the parking lot when he left the building. So uh, they were able to find the 15 packs of the Pokemon cards. And he was arrested. I just wanted to have a story about a 21-year-old man stealing Pokemon cards from a Walmart. I just, I did not, you know, Pokemon was one of those things that just passed me by. I Mm -hmm. didn't ever get into the Pokemon cards. I think I was slightly too old. I, I don't know. I mean, I know they've been around for a long time. Uh, like a long time, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm not really sure. Oh, maybe it's not, hasn't been a long, around as long as I thought. Yeah, because I think Pokemon came out I after I graduated like high the, school. I thought they were around in like the early '80s or something. No. I guess I was wrong. Yeah, definitely not something I was ever into. So, still going though. Still going. Okay. And still worth stealing. So All right. It's still a thing. All right. All right, but that guy did not get Give away me with it. Pokemon cards. All right, and finally, in, in douchey news that I found. Yeah, sure. Greg, there has been oh, a new... Oh, you know who's into Pokemon? Who? Uh, Richard uh, Sherman. That's right, I remember this now. Richard the Sherman of the player? Seattle Seahawks, yeah. Okay. He's a big Pokemon guy. Ooh. I remember hearing an interview with him. What That's are, the end like, of that story. Are they just like a cartoon? Pokemon. They're like a little anime. There's, there are people out there who are so pissed right now hearing us talk about this, I bet. Uh, Pokemon was created by Satoshi Najiri in 1995, and it centered on fictional creatures called Pokemon. I believe Pokemon means pocket monster, right? Are you asking me? I think that's what it is. It's I don't pocket know. monster. Yeah. The original Japanese title of Pocket Monsters. And they are... Uh, the franchise spans video games, trading cards... TV shows and movies, comic books, and toys. That was really good. Yeah. I feel like more educated now. Yeah, I, I, 
I don't, I don't, still don't get it. I mm-hmm. don't really know what, what to I each guess. their own. Yep. Greg, I do have a new invention that I want to tell you about that has just been fully funded on Kickstarter. Ooh. Doesn't sound douchey at all. Okay. Yes, it is the invention of the world's first hugging hoodies that are invented for couples who just want to be close all the time. What? Now let me tell you a little bit about the hugging hoodies, or the hoodies for huggers, as they're called. The world's first hugging hoodies have been launched, so uh, and they promise to bring wearers closer together physically and with body warmth. The unusual invention, which is aimed at couples, brings together hugs and hoodies in a whole new way as they're hidden pocket panels fitted into the back of the pair of hoodies you can get so you can stand there and hold each other while still being warm. Wait, so you you slide your hands into random back pockets that are just meant for... Surely nobody... That's going to end well for everybody. All right, so... So this is a clothing brand named Chuck Chukcha who launched a Kickstarter to raise cash to, to make the hoodies. And they're able to raise uh, over 10,000 pounds hitting the cash goal after just three days. So the owner and founder of this, his name is Artem, Artem Glebov. Is this a big problem that needed to be solved? Well, listen to this guy. The founder of Chukcha said, Being in love, I realized how important it can be just hugging my sweet. That's what the guy said, Greg. <sighs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the picture here. There's a... There's some images you can see. That's the main concept of Together Wear. All right, that's what it's called, Together Wear. It gives you the ability to share warmth with your sweetheart and feel like two parts of a whole one. Why don't you just go home? No, you need to stand on a mountaintop and embrace each other awkwardly while people have to ski by you. Right. This just seems really unnecessary and uncomfortable for everybody else. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see someone just, like, standing there in a warm embrace. My hugging hoodie. I need you to hug me. Honey, are you wearing your hugging hoodie? Honey, I specifically told you to wear your huggy hoodie today. Yes, again, being in love, I realized how important it can be just hugging my sweet. It's the main concept of Together Wear. It gives you the ability to share warmth with your sweetheart and feel like two parts of a whole one. So, there you have it. If you want to purchase one of those to awkwardly hug someone in public... You'll have to wait until July to snap up one of them. Who's gonna? Somebody's gonna buy one on their own though, just a single one. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be. I don't know. This whole thing. Just looking seems for weird. someone to hug. All right. Well, there you have it. Just wanted to let you know that exists. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. Spasiba. Spasiba. Okay. Spasiba. Bolshoye spasiba. Greg, I. Nobody wants to hear you try to learn Russian. I think everybody's very impressed because I'm practicing right now for my new neighbors when I come home, and I'm just going to go over there and and say hello. Hey, dobry utro. And I'll give them a wink. Um, Should we do a little bit of ball talk? All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. First up in ball talk, just to wrap up the Kentucky Derby stuff. My horse didn't win. My horse did not win. My horse didn't win either. Nyquist, the favorite horse, did win. So lame. And now moves on trying to compete for the triple crown that American Pharaoh why are you doing it in an time. accent? That just makes you sound weird. For the Triple Crown. It's coming up. I don't know. The next race is later on. doesn't matter. I didn't win. That's the bottom line. Um, all right. Moving on to ball talk. We've got this. There is controversy brewing. Sarah? Tell me about the controversy, Greg. Controversy. Actually, wait. Before I do the controversy, sorry, my, uh, I closed my... I can't even blame the computer for this because I accidentally closed the browser right when I went to click on it and I had something already pulled up to play and then I went click. 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 And I closed it. Well, I'll try to get that pulled up. Uh, all right, let's go to the controversy. Controversy! <laughs> has erupted. In the NBA playoffs, 
with a possible with international connotations. Whoa. Yes. An international controversy. Comes from the Miami Heat Toronto Raptors NBA playoff series. Now, when Canadian teams are playing um, playing in NBA playoffs or any kind of NBA game, mm-hmm. not only do they sing the Star Spangled Banner, they also sing O Canada. It's not a big surprise to anyone. That's a normal thing that happens if you've ever seen a Canadian team play. They'll, they'll sing O Canada to open up the game. I have heard it. Now, as is traditional, when it's the Star Spangled Banner, athletes and coaches of opposing teams are supposed to line up, get up in a line. This is true across pretty much all sports. Um, no matter where you are, if they line up and, out of respect, stand there quietly or put your hand over your heart or whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Just, just be stand respectful. There, be respectful, yeah. stand there, and listen to the anthems being played, and then you go about and play your game. Well, Mr. Dwayne Wade, D. Wade, wow, way of Wade, that was the nickname he tried to give himself once, Didn't uh, doesn't appear to understand that part of the rule because during O Canada when it was being sung before their uh, game against the Raptors he decided to keep on shooting. Are you kidding? He kept on practicing shooting while O Canada was being sung. That's Now that's like a a two minute song and you know what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go stand there and listen. That's just what you're supposed to do and he knows that. But nope, he kept on practicing shooting while Apollo Canada was being sung, and uh, Canadians are not very happy about that. Canadians are not very happy about that. I and, would not imagine. And there's been a a big backlash against uh, Dwayne Wade, with national pundits in Canada calling for an apology. He did apologize, kind of. Like, it believably was, was, so? Well, it was ish. It was more, uh, if you think I would... I, I'm paraphrasing because I closed it, uh, but he said, basically said, if you think that I would disrespect a com- ever disrespect a country, you don't know Dwayne Wade. And I believe he referenced himself in the third person there somewhere. Um, it was just a it's just I always respect move. someone so much more when they talk about themselves in the. It's a lame move. Third person. It was a lame move, and he should apologize for it. And you know better than that. You can't do that. You stop. Oh yeah, here's what he said. You're. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, here's his apology. I'll, I'll read it. You're always sensitive to anything throughout the world. I'm not thinking about nothing like that. I'm thinking about what I need to do before every game that I prepare for and I've been doing my whole career. I understand whatever's said from that standpoint, but I'm not a disrespectful guy. If anybody thinks I'm being disrespectful to their country, then they have no idea who Dwayne Wade is. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, dude, just say, my bad. I'm sorry. Oops. I've, I've fucked up, and I apologize. That was disrespectful. Because it is Dwayne Wade would never do something like Dwayne that. Dwayne Wade wouldn't be disrespectful. No. But you were. You were shooting during the anthem. So, anyway, we'll see what like happens Even a with child that. would understand that that's rude. Yeah, and just, just be like, hey, my bad. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then move on. But, the, but he's trying to shift the blame to Canadians for finding his act disrespectful. So, there we go. That was... Dwayne Wade. Wow. Way of Wade. Once again, that is the nickname he gave himself one time. Of course he did. Because he's exactly the kind of guy that gives himself his own nickname. Yes, he is. White Lightning. Well, that's different. White Lightning is my nickname that people are clamoring for me to Uh do. I am not singing during a Canadian national anthem. Please do not confuse me with Dwayne Wade's actions. Uh, All right. So there we go. I am beating Canadians right now, though, in a hockey fantasy playoff league that I am in. Uh... Sebastian and Dwayne, huh? I'm up in uh, Calgary. It looks like uh, I know more about hockey than they do. All right, so there's that. Oh, moving did on you to ball really talk. just do that? Nope, but I got really lucky on guessing my teams, and I'm pretty much going to win it. All right, moving on to ball talk. I'm beating Canadians in hockey. Uh, we'll go to this final story if I can get it to pull up. God dang. <laughs> I was pulling my old... Uh, David Letterman impressions there. Ooh. You're very strange. This comes from something that ESPN3 is doing. Yes, there is a third ESPN channel. But it's actually kind of cool. They, I believe this was today. Yeah, it was today. 
aired the Math Counts National Championship for middle school mathletes. Do you know what a mathlete is? That's a math athlete. Yes. Correct. And they compete in a competition of math, and uh, there's a complete with an announcer who asks them questions. They've got teams, and they aired the championship on ESPN. A times B plus three. What is, is the, the announcer? absolute difference between the quantity 10 star 11? Edward. Six. Six is the correct answer. Todd tells Juanita that he is thinking of a three-digit positive integer. The integer has 12 positive factors. The sum of two of its factors is 23, and the difference of those two factors is one. 132. 132 is the correct answer. The it's pretty awesome. Wow. I think it's pretty cool that they're airing this. That is, it's and that announcer attention. sounds exactly like Mike Kaplan. Yes, he does. I That's was noticing that too. It is, it is not Mike Kaplan, but... Oh my Least God! Positive integer that is divisible by two, three, four, and five, and is also a perfect square, perfect cube, fourth power, and fifth power can be written in the form a to the b for positive integers a and b. What is the least possible value of a plus b? And what plus is an b? integer? And what does it mean? When what plus is an integer? Jur is the ending. <laughs> Inti? I don't know. Well, where are we going with that? I'm not sure. Back to the start. Okay. That was good, Greg. Alex. 90. 90. All right. That, no, that was not Mike Kaplan, although Mike Kaplan will be here later on. That is the Math Counts National Championship that aired on ESPN3. I just want to say that was that's pretty badass of ESPN. I would right, actually That concludes watch that. this edition of Ball Talk. Glorious. Wow, I sincerely thought that was Mike, Mike Kaplan. That no, it weird. does. No, the guy just mm-hmm. happens to sound like Mike Kaplan. <laughs> All right, there we go. There we go. Dobre jutro. Dobre jutro. Oh, my God. I need somebody to help me. And so if you are a fluent Russian speaker that listens to this show, fun, uh, send me an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Help me. Help me figure this out. I think I want to be their best friends. Or I want them to not. the correct Oops. answer. Sorry. Greg's so excited about learning Russian, he's just hitting random buttons over there. I mean, this could be actually pretty good for me. I could get in with the whole scene. I don't think that... The ladies were pretty attractive. I don't As think I was peeking through a works. fence while I was talking about it, that does sound kind of weird. Um, yeah, you know, I think that's I think that's it. Like, they'll be... They'll, like, fo- hi, they'll find me charming. I saw you ladies the other day. Uh, they'll find me... Peeping. Ch- they'll find me charming. Will they? Dobre jutro. They probably saw you through the fence and they're like, oh, there's that weird small guy that was staring at us. Oh, that's that would be awkward. <laughs> hi, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm your neighbor. <laughs> Frosty day. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We do appreciate it. We hope to see everybody out Sunday, May 15th at the Landmark Saloon. Come down about noon o'clock. On that day, hang out with us. Worthy Brewing, Elysian Brewing, a cornhole tournament, all kinds of side games and prizes. It's going to be great. If you do still want to sign up, funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. Beers and bags. Go there. Sign up. It's going to be awesome. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Bye, friends. Bye. Das Vidanya. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.